Monday motivation. Start your week off flying high. Monday motivation. It's your time to rise and shine. Hi guys, happy Monday. This is Rebecca here, and today I have Pen. Pam Coxwell from the creator and the founder of Pam Coxwell Designer. And Pam is my friend. She's an artist. She's a make it, maker. She encourager. And I'm telling you, um, Pam paints from her heart. She is an artist. If many, many different artists that I have seen on Instagram, Pam is somebody that I truly connect with because of how she paints and the person that she is in her core. She has so much life to share. She has so much experience as a professional artist. And uh, I am so honored to bring her to this podcast to introduce you, Pam, to you guys and hear a little bit about her. So Pam, welcome to Monday Motivation Podcast. Thank you, Rebecca. And you're so sweet. Thank you for your kind words. I appreciate it very much. Oh, you're, you're, you're just, I am your fan. I just want to put out there. I am your fan already. I'm going to start with this, this Monday, just rolling like that. Pam, you have a lot of years under your belt as an artist, living and making money as a thriving artist. Um, this podcast, a lot of the creators that listen to this podcast, they are people that are starting out. They're trying to paint something and selling something and put it on Etsy and see how the, the that can they can interpret it or making anything out of their lives. Pim, how did you came to be an artist and start doing what you do today? Okay. Um, as far as I can back as I can remember. I've always enjoyed making things and creating things and doodling and I've always loved color and I'm very visual also. I've learned that I'm a visual learner. My memory is that way too. If I don't see it, it doesn't always stick in my brain. And so um, those are important uh, foundation for how my business was built, even though I didn't realize it at the time. But those were key components in, in how we started and the foundation that we still stand on today. So um, when my youngest daughter, I was pregnant with her, I was on bed rest and had three months that I just had to stay on the couch and could only get up to go to the restroom, take a shower, but I, that's all I could do. So my sister and my mother worked together to find me some projects to work on and they would surround the couch with things that I could make and books I could read. And then um, that those three months were also a vital piece in the puzzle of how things were going to fall into place. So it was during that time that I started playing around with painting T-shirts and people started asking me to paint shirts for them. I was making them as gifts, but other people wanted me to make them for them and wanted me to charge them for it, which, and to this day, I still freeze up when having to set prices, but, but that's whenever I first started actually selling my work. 
And my daughter, my youngest daughter is 28 years old. So that's how long ago that was that I started painting and then somebody actually buying it from me. So um, I did that on the side for many, many, many years of just whatever people asked me to paint, I would paint it and I would buy books. That was how I learned, you know, different techniques and brushes and paint. I bought books from craft stores and I would study those books and I would, you know, use the patterns that were in the book and that's what I would paint. So I did that for a pretty good while before I really started branching out and coming up with my own designs and trying to make it my own personal work. So um, I had taken, I've always worked part-time jobs um, so that I could be at home as much as possible with my kids. But um, because we wanted to send them to a Christian school that was private, we were going to need to pay for it. My brain was, my wheels were turning on what could I do to make the money to send them to the school without having to work a full-time job. And so that's where I started really focusing in on trying to create work that people would buy. And it was about that time, I think, that we tried doing a small craft show and took some of my painted pumpkins. And I think I made $200 that weekend and I was just thrilled. You know, I just felt like, okay, this is what I can do to pay tuition. And so um, I watched to see what other people were buying, what other people were selling. And pretty much that's what I did during that time. So I did paint a t-shirt and, and then I started painting flower pots and then I started painting mailboxes and we would take them to shows and sell them. And we did it as a family. I would paint them and then we would all go to the show and sell them. And my girls would help me, you know, spray and finish things. And my husband would help. We all just worked together on it. It, it was how we we spent time together working, but we also were doing that to pay tuition. And so um, we were successful with it. You know, we, we started developing a following way back whenever, before I even knew what a following was. Um, we start, started building those followers and some of those still shop with us today. This many wow. years later, they've been buying from us all these years. And um, it was... Uh, probably about 10 years into it that I felt like I couldn't keep up with the shirts as far as, and, and so somehow or another, I connected with another artist that told me about heat transfers. And so I did some research and this is when the internet was new. Um, but I found a company that I could get the, the that I could get transfers from and, because I'm so much of a maker at the heart, it just never even occurred to me to get somebody else to do them for me. It just felt like if I'm going to sell it, I have to be the one that made it. So we bought, we took a step of faith and we bought a heat press and we bought the equipment necessary to start doing our own t-shirts and they, they were a hit. They took off. And so it was through doing that, that I learned that we could also do ceramic tiles with that heat press. And so that took off. So at that point, I was doing less original painting for sale and I was doing reproduction. So we 
we did, we started off doing prints of my work. We bought the printer, bought the computer and started doing prints and had a scanner. Then we had the heat press to do the shirts and the tiles. And we still do those to this day. You know, they're customer favorites. And um, it's been amazing to me because I've been able to produce a hundred times more than I could have if I hand painted them. Right. And so I think it was probably, um, I don't remember the exact year, but it was in the, it was probably in like 1998, I think, was whenever all that really started taking off and happening. And that was about the time that I was at a point of why am I doing this? You know, that kind of stuff of trying to figure out my why. And um, that's whenever I started incorporating scriptures and encouraging quotes or sayings into my artwork. It, and it was at that, that time that also, um, I think I was taking Experiencing God uh, Bible study and had gone through that a couple of times, me and my husband did. And it just impacted me greatly of one of the things that still stands out to me today, uh, Henry Blackaby, that's the author, said to look around and see where God's at work and join him. And so that's kind of what I did. And for me personally, because I'm so visual, I needed scripture verses written down and put in places that I could see them to remind myself because I would forget. It was like it would go in one ear and out the other. And we had a Christian bookstore that would, you know, had art that you could purchase, but it was just, I couldn't afford to buy the amount that I wanted to have in my house. Mm -hmm. And that's where that maker comes in of like, I can make this, I got to find a way to make it myself. So really it kind of started out in a selfish kind of way of helping myself with scripture verses that I could decorate my home with. And I knew other people that wanted to do the same thing and couldn't necessarily afford to pay, you know, the prices for nice artwork that were in stores. So it kind of started shifting in that direction of of creating artwork with scripture included or encouraging words, you know. Um, So it just took off. And I think it's because I did what he said. I looked to see where God was working and I joined him there. So I took what I was already doing and joined in to, to fulfill a need for my own self, but for people around me. And, um, you know, there was so much that we learned the hard way. And during that time period, you know, it was just, people were not as free with information as they are now you right. know, with a podcast that you're doing today. And there's so many other artists that do this thing. They want to help other people learn and grow and they want to share. And it was not like that back then, you know, people were very closed off, but, but little by little people would be in my path who would help me and would help me point me in the direction that I needed to go. And I, I don't know if most people are like this, but sometimes I get so caught up in the middle of my own mess or problems or whatever. I don't see the way out of it. It just feels like I'm at the bottom of a can and I can't see that there's other things outside of that can. Um, So I feel like our community is important to have a community of people 
who share and help each other and not be so stingy with their knowledge. And, um, and I know that there are people that do take advantage of that, but I think that if, if we could keep encouraging people to be, you be you, I'll be me. Mm -hmm. We can still learn from each other, but stay true to you and I'll stay true to me. Yes. That if we keep, if we all do the same thing, it's boring. So, um, to me, that's an important part of it to keep a balance with it, you know, to, to have a community of like-minded people that share ideas and techniques and different ways of doing things, but still at the same time, encourage each other to be true to who you are. And just because it works for me, doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Right. Because there's a combination of things that makes you an artist. It's not only what you put it out there, it's how you put the words, why you put the words. That is a story behind every single piece. Definitely. Why you do that, right? Definitely. And, and I remember us talking about, uh, I think it was a, few, a long time ago, and you were saying, get your family involved mm-hmm. in doing this with you so you are living this journey. And it's so true because my five-year-old little boy, when we get to different shows and we stop the trailer, he puts a gloves, he puts his gloves and he says, I'm ready. Good. And then he is carrying, he's carrying paintings and helping us set up. And he absolutely loves that time of, yeah. you know, us doing together, but it is prices that we pay and you are absolute correct is when you do you and you put it, what is your heart and stories in each paintings or each creations. And when we respect each other as an artist, respect each other of not copying. Yes. You no, know? because that's, it's hard. I can see over the internet. I saw yesterday, somebody copy one of my pieces and there, you know, that happens all the time. Yeah. I usually, the way I have been received is like, what can I do? They, they're not tapping into their own creativities. Yes. They own self. And this takes with growing as an artist to understand you have a source of creativity inside of you that is available to you. That's and right. the things that God puts in your life and the things that, right? Exactly. It cannot be replicated. And you have, what, 22 years of being an artist? 22 years? 22 plus, yeah. So you can replicate what you see how you develop the things that you grow. I even see some of your artwork that you are, you're writing the, the scriptures like it's a song. And I yeah. am, the way I see is like, that was your song. No one yeah. can take it. That's, That's your revelation for that time that yeah. you're passing on. He, no one can copy that. And then it truly is, even if somebody says, I'm going to go to Pam's page and I'm going to copy every single detail of Pam's, that's not going to be Pam still. And people yeah. that buy from you and, and, and it's, it's, there's no way. Uh, so I met this lady that was in a, at that Hudson River airplane, the Hudson River accident, you know, that the plane land. She's actually, mm-hmm. she's a, one of the interviews in our okay. podcast. She wrote a book that says, uh, Sink, 
swim or sink. Anyway, I will put a, a, um, her information there. But she says, she said, I was looking in her Instagram and she says, look at this artwork that I just got from my mother-in-law and she posted on her Instagram. Instantly, when I saw, I said, this is Pam. Oh, this is Pam. And I text her, I said, this is my friend, Pam. This How's is her Pam? designs. And I said, there's no way you can see by the hand, by the heart, you can see behind, this is Pam. I, we just, I saw it really quick and I knew that was you. And we started researching. She went to her home and looked at the back of the painting. And that was you, you know? How about that? And she said, I have to tell you this, Rebecca. Someone had a got this because I was overcoming the mm-hmm. fear of what I went through with Aww. landing at the Hudson. And to me, that piece of artwork is the most, most important piece of artwork that I have inside of my house. Wow, that means so much to me. You can't, yeah, wow. And, and that's what I'm telling you. There's no way that you can reciprocate when you are creating something. It's almost like you're creating something for the people that you yet never met. Exactly. That you don't know what they're going to go through, but that piece of artwork is what is going to hold them so close to their promises. And for more than people trying to copy that, you can't replicate that mm-hmm. because that's your soul, that's your heart behind it, that's your story, that's who you are as, as an artist, as people, as a mother. And to me, that is priceless, you know? Yes. Now, Pam, I know that um, I feel like inside of you, I, I, looking at your art everywhere, when I look at your art, I see that inside of you. It makes me tear up just to think about because it just, it brings me, there's so much emotions. There's so much life. There's so much color. There's so much love inside of you that I can't even express. People have to go and check out your Instagram page. Check out your your Facebook page because I mean, you have so much to share. What what is the secret? What how do you get all this this colorful soul of yours? How did you find your joy to keep motivating you to do what you do? Wow, um, I feel like that that's hard to answer because I'm not sure how to put it in words. But I feel like my brain stays full of ideas and things that I want to do and things that I'm inspired by, but I don't have the time to sit down and do it. So then whenever, because it's a lot of work, we make the majority of our products. And so there's a lot of work involved in managing the production part of producing the reproductions um, that I don't have as much time to paint as I would like to have. So whenever, so all of that stuff builds up kind of like a a water balloon, you know, you just keep pouring water into that balloon and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And sometimes I feel like I'm going to just burst if I don't get to have some good quality time of pouring out and painting. 
So usually that's how it goes. Um, you know, I'll, I'll have a period of time where I've gone a while without painting. And then I finally get a block of time where I can work and paint and I can produce a lot in that time period. And my husband will be like, how did you get all this done? But it's been in my brain that whole time and in my heart. I just haven't had the time to put it on paper or put it on canvas. And I do carry a notebook around with me and, and I do take notes and I'll, especially at church, you know, things will stand out to me. That's like, oh, it, I mean, it just grabs my heart. And I know that I've got to do something with that one. And so, you know, I, I record it in my journal that I take with me. Um, or sometimes it's songs that just really, really pierce to my heart and grab me. And I, you know, I just feel like I need to do something with it. So, um, but then there's other times like we went to um, Waco last week and had the opportunity to go to a, a store. I think it's called Paper Crown. And they just had this beautiful array of colors just grouped together. And, and it's like there's fireworks going off inside of my heart and inside of my mind, those beautiful, beautiful colors. And so I don't sew, but I bought a handful of little felt rolls of felt because they were the colors that are my happy colors, you know, and then, and, and so my daughter said, what are you going to do with them? I said, I have no idea what I'm going to do with these, but I know I'm going to use them for something. And I've already used them in several little photo shoots, you know, but I just look at them and they make me happy just to look at them. So, um, and I've already incorporated them into some paintings that I'm working on for a a pop-up shop that we're doing tomorrow at Kirkland. So, so I think it's coming from several different ways, uh, areas of just seeing these colors and, and seeing flowers that I think are beautiful. I have thousands and thousands of pictures on my phone of flowers and leaves and trees that I've just taken pictures of. And mm -hmm. yes. I want to paint those one day, you know, as soon as right. I get a chance, I want to paint them. Right. And I go into the grocery store and right as we come into our Kroger on the left is the, um, the little flower shop part. And it's just hard to not stop and take pictures of those bouquets of flowers and the combinations of the colors and the textures and all of that. So it comes from a variety. Yeah. Now you're talking about Kirkland. So tell me how, how has that worked for you? You are a national artist that you have yes because i went to colorado and i find your artwork my friends were buying your artwork and i said i this is pam you are a national artist you are in every kirkland's how did that work how did that happen to you um that happened um through instagram they the manufacturer i, I worked for a manufacturer who sells to kirkland's so they found me through Instagram and asked if I would be interested in licensing some of my artwork. Well, I had already been researching licensing and studying and I wanted to, I wanted to do it, but I just didn't know how to do it and how to carve out the time to do it. And I just had not taken the step to actually do it. So when they reached out to me, I was like, yes, I would, I would love to. And so it's been a learning experience. Um, it's been a good experience. They've been really great to work with. And, um, and it's, it's just been a tremendous blessing because they, you know, choose different designs that I've painted and then they, they manufacture it. I don't have to make it. 
which is an answered prayer for me because we we have our workload has increased so much it's just hard to keep up right. so I was right. very welcome to have help to produce the work right. and it's real good quality which is so important to me as a maker for all these years that it's good quality work so you you are home doing your great work manufacturing things that you could do in your home and then the lord just enlarged your territory and made somebody else manufacture your art to share it with the country isn't this amazing yes it is it's very sweet Awesome. <laughs> it is so incredible. So my I have two quick questions for us for you. Do you have a quote that you leave for? Um yes, there's lots of them and it's hard to choose a favorite. Okay. But I'll share one okay. or two. How's that? Yeah. Just know that if you want to know more, look at my website and all of that artwork is full of quotes and verses that that are my lifeline really that's what is um it's from john 15 and it says i am the vine and it's talking about god i am the vine you are the branches and that to me is a good reminder that he's my life source Mm -hmm. and i have to stay connected to him and Apart from me, you can do nothing. And a lot, very often, when things are overwhelming and hard, um, that is, it's like he whispers that in my ear, apart from me, you can do nothing. I can work really, 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 really hard on my own, but apart from him, I can do nothing. And connected to him, he does powerful work through me that I could never do on my own and connects me with people that I would have never thought to reach out to for help. And just like the um, licensing, I've studied and studied and studied, but he made that happen. He put that into place. So that one's important. And then another one that I have that I've got it written on a, um, a ceramic plate in my kitchen and and it says, um, you, and I wrote it all in caps because the you is God. You have made us for yourself. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. And our heart is restless until it rests in you. And it's from um, St. Augustine, or some people I think pronounce it Augustine. But anyway, I say Augustine. But um, to me, sometimes I get a restlessness inside of my heart. And this is just such a good reminder that I am made for him. He made me for himself, his purpose, for his pleasure, for his glory. And I'm going to be miserable and unhappy until I'm resting in that knowledge. And my heart is going to be restless until it rests in him. Because I can try and, and fill and satisfy my heart with so many things. But until my heart finds rest in him and in what he's done for me, not how hard, because I'm a hard worker. I can <laughs> so see that. I have to pull back and, and rest and trust that he's going to make things fall into place. He's going to make it happen. He's pleased with me no matter if I do anything else. He's pleased with me, and I have to rest in that. And it's in his work 
he's the one, or Jesus, the work of Jesus on the cross. I have to rest in that because I am, I fall into that of trying to work harder, 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 harder to be pleasing. And I'm already pleasing because of Jesus. I'm telling you, this word is so powerful and is speaking to me beyond, beyond measure, beyond that we can ever even mention. He is my life source in, uh, when you were saying I'm divine and without him, I can do nothing. Sometimes we feel like if we just work harder, we yes. will probably somebody will notice us and yes. it will help us get somewhere. If we just try really, really hard and that's the place of rest, that's yes. we want to just stand, the place of rest. Pam, it's been tremendous joy to have you here. Thank well, you. thank you for asking me. You are such a precious soul, and I thank the Lord for putting you in my path. Even though we've never met in person, it just, I feel like we have. Yes. Very, very sweet. Uh, we'll, uh, I'm going to be adding you the website, Pam Coxwell Designs, for people to come and check it out. They can hear you, but when they start looking and seeing the art that you bring to this world, it's amazing. It, there's a piece of art and a piece of heart to be in everyone's home in this nation. And I want to have a piece of your art. I want to make sure oh. that it's my house. You're so sweet. <laughs> I'm telling and I want to autograph. I want an original autograph from you. Okay. Um, because I am your fam. I think you are an encourager and you are absolutely incredible soul. And such a, you are such a mentor for people like me. You know, you are such a good artist, creator, and maker mentor. And I just appreciate that God put us into the, this field, yes. which is the creating field. That, that's what we do. We're creators. And I appreciate you sharing your heart here in this Monday Motivation Podcast. Pam, thank you so much. Have an incredible day. Thank you, guys. You're the best. Is there anything else you want to say? Hey, I do want to just add, Rebecca, the website is going to be From the Heart Art. My Instagram is Pam Coxwell Designs, but the website is fromtheheartart.com. I love that from the heart art.com. All right, guys, go check it out, Pam, and become and follow her. She's someone to follow. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs>